Jose Rizal's prominence in Philippine history and culture is beyond question. Indeed, Rizal's heroism and martyrdom have enjoyed a great deal of attention in the Philippine historical education and scholarship and national commemoration. Centuries after his exploits in the Philippines and abroad, and his faithful execution of the Bagumbayan, Jose Rizal's symbol lives on. Indeed, his great novels, Noli Metangere and El Filibusterismo, are considered by many as the texts that guided the eventual revolution. His countless essays were also read and studied as the most compelling critiques of the Filipino colonial society. But Rizal's greatest contribution is often attributed to his greatest sacrifice. For his aspirations of a free and just Filipino society, he willingly died and offered his life. However, such a heroism has been put under question with the surfacing of a document that allegedly contained his retraction of all of the criticisms, opposition, and condemnation that he had against the Catholic friars who, in the analysis of the reform movement, were the biggest perpetrator of abuse, injustice, and oppression to the Filipino people. In this new episode of Contested Philippine Histories, join us as we talk about the controversial retraction of Jose Rizal hours before his execution on December 30, 1896. I am Vekal Porja. I am Aaron Maliari. And I am Nikan Delaria. And this is Podcast, Conversations on Philippine History, Politics, and Society. Alright, before anything else, I would like to wish everyone a meaningful commemoration of the Philippine Independence Day. 123 years na mula ng unang winagayway ang watawat ng Pilipinas sa Kawit Cavite. Kinalculator ko pa yan. 123 years. <laughs> yeah, so happy Independence Day sa inyo. And I think, talking about this particular historical controversy on this day is very apt. Kasi naniniwala tayo that more than celebrations... Commemorations and holidays like this one are actually chances for us to reflect on the continuing meaning and significance of important historical events. That's right. And of course, very relevant itong controversy na to sa Philippine independence because Rizal has always been placed at the pedestal of anti-colonial movement of that period. Bonifacio and other pioneer Katupaneros joined the short-lived Liga Filipina, whose founding president was of course Rizal, The Katipunan tried to recruit Rizal while he was in the Pitan. He was Katipunan's honorary president and, according to Aguinaldo, they had plans to rescue Rizal and stop his execution. Tapos biglang may ganitong controversy, no? Ako when I first heard of this retraction document, nagulat at na-confuse ako kasi it really hardly makes any sense. Totoo ba mamamatay ka na lahat-lahat for an ideal that you fought for for a long time? Tapos last minute, i-retract mo lahat, babawiin mo lahat. Parang eh, nanalabuan ako. Yes, and it also goes against many analysis of Rizal's heroism. Halimbawa, may mga nagsasabi that he was a conscious hero as in he did the things that he did knowing full well that it would end with him being a martyr of the people. Yeah, ayun na nga. No? So, masalimuot yung issue na to. So, tingnan natin, ano ba talaga yung nilalaman at pinanggagalingan nitong supposedly Rizal's retraction controversy. Okay, so ano ba talaga yung nilalaman ng retraction document na yan? Basically, it indicates that Jose Rizal uh, recants everything that he had said and written against the Catholic Church. Mabigat na retraction ito kasi 
halos yung buong premise ng kanyang mga nobela was anchored on the grave abuse and injustices committed by the Catholic hierarchy in the Philippines. And the retraction document or evidence had several iterations. Yung una uh, was a retraction that was published on the same day of his execution in newspapers La Voz Española and Diario de Manila. So in a few months after execution, February 1897, an article pertaining to the retraction was again published in a Barcelona-based magazine called La Juventud. written by Jesuit Father Vicente Balaguer, uh, who claimed uh, that he was with Rizal in his uh, last few hours. So, dito sa article na to, Balaguer testified that he assisted Rizal nitong uh, mga oras na ito, argued with him about uh, the Catholic faith, and sabi niya, he demolished Rizal's arguments against <laughs> the church. At the same time, uh, Balaguer related how Rizal spent most of his last day attending Mass. Parang sabi niya, apat na misa raw yung inattenda ni Rizal. Ano? Uh, noong December 29, 1896. Uh, receiving communion and praying the rosary. At dito din, uh, kinumento ni Balaguer that Rizal wrote and signed a retraction document after much convincing. So parang sabi niya, Uh, kinausap niya ng tatlong beses si Rizal and finally got to convince him uh, sa nung gabi ng December 29 to retract. For a time after this was released, this retraction um, document or letter, people thought that it was actually incredible na posible nga ba talagang for, for Rizal nabawiin lahat ng kanyang sinabi against the Catholic Church and why would a Mason like Rizal uh, spend his last hours praying and attending masses. But more than the fact that it was uncharacteristic of a Mason and of Rizal, hindi rin masyadong nagbibigay ng credence kay Balaguer yung fact na walang dokumento ang nag-corroborate sa di umanoy eyewitness testimony niya. Kasi nga, siya lang yung natatanging available eyewitness testimony that Rizal actually wrote the retraction document. And this was actually founded on by Rizal's fellow Masons and other critics of the Catholic Church. Uh, una, siyempre, sinasabi nila na gawa-gawa lang yung retraction na yan ng mga Hesuita because they wanted to regain the reputation and they wanted to, in many ways, temper and undo Rizal's criticisms against them and the, and the church in general. Yes, at ang primary talaga na pinagmumulan ng mga kritisismo na fake news yung retraction na yan was the fact that the Jesuits did not have the original retraction document to show at that period. So, puro mga testimony lang, katulad nung kay, kay, kay Father Balaguer. Um, mga testimony lang nung nagsasabi that Rizal uh, retracted. At itong mga testimony na to, ang pinagagalingan ay kapwa nila Hiswita. In fact, may isa pa ang kwento that in, in a mass celebrated for Rizal after his death, um, nag, nangako raw yung mga Jesuit na ibibigay, sa, o papakita at least sa pamilya ni Rizal, yung original document Uh, written by Rizal retracting everything that he said against the Catholic Church. Pero sabi nila at the end, natapos yung misa, nag-uwian, wala namang naipakit talagang dokumento. So sabi ng mga mason at ng anti-retraction camp, asa na yung dokumento na yan? Don't tell us na na-misplace nyo lang yung dokumento ang ganyang kaimportante. But in 1935, almost 40 years since Rizal's execution, A retraction document was found in the Archdiocesan archives at ito yung nilalaman ng nasabing dokumento. I declare myself a Catholic. 
and in this religion in which I was born and educated, I wish to live and die. I retract with all my heart, whatever in my words, writings, publications, and conduct has been contrary to my character as son of the Catholic Church. I believe and I confess whatever she teaches, and I submit to whatever she demands. I abominate masonry as the enemy which is of the Church, and as a society prohibited by the Church. The diocese and prelate may, as a superior ecclesiastical authority, make public this spontaneous manifestation of mine in order to repair the scandal which my acts may have caused, and so that God and people may pardon me. Ayan, so there was a document, but as historians and students of history, aside from, you know, the document itself, mahalaga din that we scrutinize the circumstances, both of the document's discovery and uh, the circumstances of its production. So the document was, sabi nila, inadvertently found by the Archdiocese and Archivist Father Manuel Garcia while he was transferring folders of documents to another vault, parang lilipat niya sa isang... Uh, fireproof na vault. And in the process, he chanced upon the original document contained in a bundle labeled Masoneria. So agad-agad when this document was found, uh, he reported this to the Archbishop Michael Doherty, who in turn showed it to then-President Manuel Quezon. And then Quezon called the National Library Director Teodoro Calao to look at the document and ascertain its authenticity. I think at this point, it is worth mentioning that Calao was also Mason, and Calao judged the document to be authentic. They sought for the second opinion of Carlos P. Romulo, who was editor of the Philippine Herald at the time, and he actually concurred to Calao's evaluation. Pero para daw sure na sure sila, Archbishop Michael Doherty also asked H. Otley Bayer to verify, and Bayer said there was not a slightest doubt that the document was authentic. Hmm, okay. So, at this point, ano naman ang masasabi ng mga Mason at ng anti-retraction camp? Siyempre, given the consensus of the quote-unquote experts, Uh, consulted on the matter, they conceded that uh, fine, there exists a retraction document, but was it really Rizal who wrote it? No? Genuine ba talaga yung dokumento? So, instead of putting an end to the retraction controversy, the appearance of the document reignited the debate. The anti-retraction camp came up with a range of arguments about how it's implausible. So they even had people like Dr. Ricardo Pascual closely scrutinize the document against other known works of Rizal. So, kinumpare yung dokumento sa mga iba pa niyang sulatin. Di umano, may mga marked inconsistencies sa, sa slants, sa ink, sa font, uh, which led him to conclude that it was a forgery. Tapos, bukod pa dyan, uh, may mga nag-point out din ng inconsistencies in spellings, punctuation, saka yung paragraph divisions between the 1935 document at doon sa version ng retraction presented by uh, Father Balaguer. Talagang nitty-gritty na yung tinitingnan. So, almost 30 years after the discovery of that document in 1935, so 1962, Idelfonso Runes published a book narrating the story of how a certain Roman Roque was commissioned to carefully study results handwriting and to create a forgery uh, that was the retraction document. Talagang yung mga 
Roque ano. By the way, itong si 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 Roque ano, um, forger talaga to. Ito daw yung same guy who forged certain signatures that eventually led to the capture of Emilio Aguinaldo during the Filipino-American War. Nevertheless, uh, renowned Jesuit historians like Father Horacio de la Costa and John Schumacher were convinced that Rizal really retracted. So talagang walang katapusan yung debating ito. And the most recent update to this issue came when another primary source was found in 2011, just the uh, last decade. And this is not another retraction document, no? Instead, this is another eyewitness account that was never before studied. Dr. René Escalante published an article about this new document in the Southeast Asian Studies Journal noong 2019 at itong dokumentong ito ay bahagi ng Cuerpo de Vigilancia Collection. Bago tayo dumako dun sa dokumento, pag-usapan muna natin ano itong Cuerpo de Vigilancia, isa itong intelligence agency ng mga Kastila. And due to the boiling revolution in the Philippines since the discovery of the Katipunan, meron silang presence syempre sa Pilipinas. Its agents monitored and reported on the activities of suspected Katipunan members and leaders. At dahil mahalaga itong execution ni Rizal, as far as the resistance was concerned, understandable that the Cuerpo had an agent monitoring and reporting on the events. The collection had around a thousand documents, but the document studied by Escalante was the surveillance report written by a certain Federico Moreno who was an eyewitness to the events that happened right before Rizal's execution. So madami siyang kinwento dyan, but our interest is on the part that related to the retraction. So ito yung sinabi ni Moreno. Senor Andrade left death row at 10. And Rizal spoke for a long while with the Jesuit fathers March and Villa Clara regarding religious matters, it seems. It appears that these two presented him with a prepared retraction on his life and deeds that he refused to sign. They argued about the matter until 12.30 when Rizal ate some poached egg and a little chicken. Afterwards, he asked to leave to write and wrote for a long time by himself. At three in the afternoon, Father March entered the chapel and Rizal handed him what he had written. Immediately, the chief of the firing squad, Senor Juan del Fresno, and the assistant of the plaza, Senor Maure, were informed. They entered death row and together with Rizal signed the document that the accused had written. It seems this was the retraction. So ano agad yung kapansin-pansin sa report ni Moreno? hindi niya binanggit si Father Vicente Balaguer to be among the Jesuit friars who got to talk to Rizal. So yun pa lang, sabi nga ni Escalante, huge blow na sa credibility ni Balaguer. Problema dyan, naka-anchor kasi yung ibang argumento ng mga Jesuit pro-retraction historians sa testimony ni Balaguer. So from a historiographical perspective, uh, masasabi na itong si Moreno ay isang credible source. Una kasi, um, hindi siya praile at hindi rin siya mason. Uh, so, wala siyang ganong kalaking interes sa issue ng pagretrack ni Rizal. Uh, pangalawa, yung surveillance report ay supposedly at this time classified, confidential. So, it wasn't intended for publication, kaya walang masyadong motivation to gloss over certain details. At pangatlo, he was an agent of an intelligence unit. So, he was actually tasked to report things as accurately as possible. Kumbaga, wala siyang motivation to, to lie or to create stories. Unlike 
Father Vicente Balaguer na isang Heswita. Mm. So, we're inclined to believe na in a way, tama yung recounting ni Moreno. And also, Father Balaguer seems to be, you know, hard to miss kung nandun ka sa panahon na yun. Kasi pari siya eh, no? So, sabi din ni Escalante, kung napangalanan ni Moreno yung ibang praile at mga kamag-anak ni Rizal na nandun, there's no reason for him to miss on identifying Balaguer. Tsaka diba, uh, sabi kasi ni Balaguer, tatlong beses sila nag-usap ni Rizal kasi kinoconvince nga daw niya, nag-debate nga sila, diba? Uh, na na mag-retract no kinoconvince si Rizal na mag-retract otherwise he would not be given the last sacraments and thus um, he would eventually go to hell no so uh, sa account ni Balaguer he talked to Rizal umaga ng December 29 then bandang hapon and for the last time around 10 pm pero yun nga lumalabas if we are going to believe the report of the Cuerpo de Vigilancia Balaguer did not even have a personal knowledge of the hours in question. So, anong lumalabas sa mga pinagsama-samang ebidensyang to? Una, uh, the debate goes on about the genuineness of the retraction documents found in 1935. Pero based sa report ni Moreno, uh, Rizal rejected the retraction prepared for him and wrote his own. At ito yung binigay niya sa mga praile. And I think at this point, masabi natin that we are at a deadlock. Uh, regarding this case. Uh, merong dokumento which looked authentic. Other were people, however, arguing that it was forged. Others were convinced that it was written by Rizal, etc., etc. Nevertheless, the circumstances of its creation is something that we really could not ascertain at this point. So I guess it is more worthwhile to ask the question, does it matter? Diba? So assuming that Rizal uh, wrote a retraction, uh, anong, ano naman, ba? Anong issue? Does that diminish his legacy and contribution to the nation? Or does that render his martyrdom moot and pointless? Uh, para sa akin, hindi. Kasi, I mean, in the greater scheme of things, results influence and inspiration, you know, far exceeded whatever letter he wrote or did not write during his last moments. Totoo yan. Tsaka, I think we also have to consider bizarre circumstances of writing the letter I'm not sure if it was in Bayaning Third World or in um, Florokibuyen's A Nation Aborted, where it was argued that you are in the death row, you're about to be executed, you'll probably write anything just to be saved, you know? or if there's a possibility of being saved. It's written under duress, so possible na napilitan lang talaga si Rizal. And you know what, even if Rizal recanted his criticism against the Catholic Church, hindi naman na kayang bawiin ng kahit na ano pang isulat niya yung naging impluensya niya sa kaisipan ng revolusyon. Hindi naman convince ng retraction documents in Bonifacio na, uy, teka, Rizal retracted. Joke lang pala tong lahat. Atras na tayo, no? And not only that, I mean, the criticism of Rizal on the Catholic Church did not only inspire the revolutionaries, it has shaped the way that the Filipino people looked at what the relationship of the church and the state ought to be like. And such perspective far outlived Rizal, Balaguer, and even Federico Moreno. That's right. No? So, this particular issue on Philippine history is a very good demonstration of the importance of internal and external criticism in history. Dito makikita na yung pagkakahati ng mga opinion, masasabing hindi lagi nakabase sa sources. Madalas sa hindi, nakabase sa subjectivities and biases ng mga scholar and historians. So, our task really as students of history is to examine all of the perspectives and arguments and decide on their merit. 
Ayan, another historical controversy unpacked. Sana nag-enjoy kayo at ang susunod nating episode naman ay tungkol na sa American colonial period, partikular doon sa rhetoric nila ng benevolent assimilation. So ano ang ibig sabihin niyang benevolent assimilation? At benevolent nga ba talaga yung naging pananakop sa atin ng mga Amerikano? So abangan nyo yan sa susunod na Sabado. So in the meantime, head over to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts if you want to listen to our other episodes. And if you want to get updates on podcasts, follow us on our social media pages. We are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Please share our episodes to your friends and help us reach wider audiences. You may also visit our website, podcast.org, if you want to learn more about the show. So thank you very much for tuning in, and as always, have a good day.